Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details I'm Francis Callier. <laughs> Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Da 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 da! Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We want to thank you for uh, tuning in this, this week to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Mm. As always, you should check out all of the amazing podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. If you're not already, go do it right now. Absolutely. And make sure you check out our pay-per-view Survivor's Tour show. Oh my goodness. If you haven't done that, make sure you do that. And while you're on the internet, go to Patreon and become a Patreon of this podcast. We really appreciate it. Everyone who has done so and everybody who did so last week, we thank you, thank you, and you, welcome It is in. literally our income. Yes. So thank you for supporting this Black-owned business and, and, and for making our lives possible. Yes. And for that, you get three micro idiots a week. That's right. It's our thank you gift to you. Mm-hmm. And there are hundreds of them. And let me tell you something about the micro idiot that if you don't know, hmm. let me tell you. What they don't know. What they don't know is that you get side stories. I like to call side sauce. <laughs> side sauce. Side sauce and side sass. Yeah. And you learn things about us that you didn't know. 
like today's There's a Micro Idiot released this morning that I was listening to, mm-hmm. in which we learned a lot of interesting things. <laughs> and we have a discussion about almond croissants, which I really think should be taught in schools, to be honest. Oh, Talk okay. about critical race theory. This I mean, is the critical race theory of croissants. Yes. This is, the, the it is. Because we have feelings about. We do our morning bread items and it's, okay it's, I, if you aren't hearing it i don't know what you're doing with your life so, so yes all right so then if you're when when you get done with that also go to cameo and get a specialized video from frangela for your birthday or anniversary so you can give it as a gift somebody else's birthday yeah. whatever you want a pep talk yeah. a thank you all sorts of whatever yes and then uh join us every tuesday on the frangela duo facebook page at 1 p.m pst time uh for the Idiot of the Week live. That's right. That's so you can watch us do it in our studio, our studio. <laughs> Phil Collins is trending. He's okay, though. Yes, he's fine. He's fine. He's still with us. He's not dead. Uh, also, join us every Friday on the Stephanie Miller show in the third hour for Fridays with Frangela, or as we like to call it, the Black Power Hour. What happens? That was where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills. And Stephanie Mills, we believe, becomes Stephanie Miller. Yeah. And you get to witness it. Please, please do. So, you know, we are in the midst of a lot of, you know, as everybody was, has been saying, what we were watching the sausage being made. And let me tell I'm you so something. I'm so sick let's, of this analogy. Let me, let me, let me, let's back the fuck up. Back that infrastructure up. Back this infrastructure bitch up. All right, let me tell you. The, tell you. the GOP ain't mm. never got shit ain't done. Ain't never got ain't shit never done. Did. It was infrastructure Ooh. years, Ooh. decades. In fact, I, maybe you remember Infrastructure Week used to make black people stay the fuck home. Yes! Because you're like, I, I was terrified. <laughs> Every time Trump said Infrastructure Day or Infrastructure Week, we got fucked with somehow. Yes, that's right. And that's I was like, right. why are black people getting fucked with? Oh, it must be Infrastructure <laughs> Week. All right. But guess what got infrastructure? Infrastructure. The House passed the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill to improve the country's roads, bridges, pipes, ports, and internet connections. Let us be clear about something, too, on this bridges and roads. The last time the government spent any money on them was when they built them. When they built the motherfuckers. Eisenhower. Yep. Okay. That's what, I don't even think. Here's the thing. I don't think you can even get the paint that was on. No, the, it's, the lead. it's lead. It's not even lead based. It's, it's just lead. lead. It's okay. lead and cancer yes. with some food dye. Thank That's you. Thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you. And to hear people talk it about it. lasted a long time. I mean, yes, in truth, yes. it really did. It well, shouldn't have had to, but well, it did. It's been held together on spit in the prayer. That's right. I mean, when you look at it, don't ever look at things as you drive under no. them because you see nothing but cracks. I'm like, this is, when I, we were uh, taking a road trip someplace, and I was like, damn, this bridge don't look right. And here, again, after months-long standoff between oh, progressive I, 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 can we put and the last, moderate Democrats. years. I think it's years. Yes. And, and, and no, the Democrats, no. No. This is the Republican. Like, like, as we, you know, this is what we're saying. The Republicans have been, they're against anything good. So that's just, you know, they want to talk about shit that ain't real. Yes. But yeah, that, that's, it's called negotiating. It's called coming up, you know, making it's it sound compromising. like. Yeah, that's, and that. Literally, we're not done with the first year of this man's presidency, and he just got a vote through yes. on something that, okay, 
yes, as you know, my longstanding stance on this is this is not the issue. Right. I am glad to see it happen. Maybe now we can focus on not losing our country. Yeah. But like, I like, cause fuck the bridges if we're getting marched across them, you know, to, to our, to our camps because we can't vote. I don't like, but that's, the fact that this happened, it's like, and I, I felt this way about the ACA too. I really felt like for all of the enthusiasm that the media and particularly Andrea Mitchell and Chuck Todd have put into talking about the Democrats not being together, not being unified, not being able to do this, not being able to do that. For all that talk, when it happens, they seem relatively like, well, like, like oh, whatever. Well, yeah. Like there's no, it's well, so anticlimactic. The, the, the point is, is that, well, we expected you to do it, but you know what? We wanted to extract as much pain from you. This is what I, where I never have telling an issue. People, yeah, never telling people what's in the bill. That's right. Never making clear what to them is. And that how much of that 38% approval rating is their fault? Yes, absolutely. And here's the problem. The media is extracting pain when it doesn't need to mm-hmm. out of out of moments. So what we're, we're, we're commiserate in breaking our own necks, if you will. And so that's my problem. That's been my issue lately about watching the news. I can't watch it because of the the frames in which they are presenting every idea. And every idea is this is a struggle. Joe Biden can't get anything done. Uh, Democrats aren't together. Mm -hmm. Democrats are worse than the the Republican. How did we end up? being worse than a fucking Republican. Well, I find it interesting that the thing that they're saying the Republicans have unity on is fascism. Yes! So you're... I'm trying to understand why that's something to... that they get hit... Basically, through sort of, like, not being addressed, they get complimented. Absolutely. You know, the implication is, look, you can't be united like the Republicans. Why not? Right. Over over racism and fascism and authoritarianism and being run by somebody who is not in power. Thank you. And it's running your been elected to shit right now. Yes, ain't been elected to shit, and it's electing people. This is the problem. The problem, I you know, I didn't put this story in, but there's a there was a uh, teacher in California here who just got disciplined for uh, walking in and telling students that Trump was still president. Oh yeah, yeah, I read this story. There's a teacher here in in California, somewhere actually in Ventura County. Yes, it's close. It's close. Yeah, Yeah. not but not Orange, not Orange County, which is what you would think Ventura County who told their students that Trump was still the president yep and um, something else that terrified the kids. It was it had thing that was along the vaccine. Oh, that vaccine that vaccine they, doesn't work and in fact that can hurt you. That's right. And and so the the, the and these are young kids. These are young kids, and these are the people who are teaching your children, and they're mm-hmm. teaching this ideology. And the people, you know, and that's not okay. They're teaching something that's not factually true. It's not even true. Uh, like like whether or not you, it would be one thing if the teacher got it would be wrong absolutely. But if the teacher stood at the front room and said. I believe that Trump should be the president. That would be, in my opinion, wrong, past her purview, not something that should be doing, but true, if she that's how she feels. But to say that he is, in fact, the president is a lie. Yes. And worse than a lie, it would be wrong on the SATs. Yes, it would be. <laughs> but, like, but, but we are at a place where we have functioning, professional adults who are literally in power. Yep. How how can I, as a child, as a third grader or a fourth grader, sit here and go to my teacher? Mm-hmm. You're wrong. You can't. You can't. You get in trouble for it. I know. I've done it. So <laughs> like you get in trouble. And for me, 
disciplining this person, you can't discipline no, they that. Have to be fired. They have to be fired. And that is where we are. If you let me ask you something, Francis. If you were the manager at a McDonald's, mm-hmm. okay, and you came to the counter and you saw me, Angela, and every time somebody came by, I said, "Welcome to Burger King." I'd be like, "Bitch, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go put over me. You got to go put on the crown. Yeah. The golden arches aren't for you." And, and, and you go to you like, <laughs> "This is McDonald's." I went, "No, this is Burger King." <laughs> No, I'm you t- crazy bitch. Are, that's a whopper. These are golden arches. That's a crown. <laughs> like, come on. But that is where we are. Um, and, 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 and to this point, a federal court blocked Biden's administration's mandates that millions of workers get vaccinated against COVID-19 or be tested weekly. And for me, that decision is, again, against reality yeah it's against it, these are people not working within the system yep. the frameworks the pr- pr- parameters of fucking reality well, let's talk a little bit about religious exemptions because i had this conversation with a friend of mine recently or we something interrupted us so we, i need to go back to it but this friend was saying to me she was saying that she believed that people should have religious exemptions Fuck from you. things and that is it wait watch i think that is that top fully on yeah. Okay, it looks like it wasn't from there. It looked angled oh, funny. Oh. See, I put I made a travel mug of water for instance. I was afraid she about to pour it all over her face, maybe. But she's it's okay now. Okay, we averted that day. Disaster averted disaster everybody. Disaster averted. I don't even want to tell you about the electronics thing that happened before. <laughs> I'll t- we'll tell you later. <laughs> but um we were talking about this and I he, this is the problem with the religious exemption thing mm-hmm. for me. Is there is a separation between church and state in this country. Fundamentally, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's actually the real point mm-hmm. of the country, the first point. Um, and what that means is that, it, and that's supposed to remain, be a means of also tolerance on every side. That's right. Um, and freedom from it. You, However, your religion does not, you don't have the right to violate laws or other people's rights through your religion. And mm-hmm. I believe every time we've given up space in this area, it has been a problem. That's right. And it gets worse and worse and worse because now it is one thing to say, and, and we've seen it in all sorts of areas of our life, but people use this to be racist. They use it to be xenophobic. They use it to be ableist. They use it for a lot of things mm-hmm. that are wrong. It makes zero sense to allow people to opt out of, because you can't opt out of an epidemic. No, you can't. And a pandemic at this point. Like, and to suggest that your religion means that I have to be at risk to die right. is because, insanity. Because because however you choose to practice or believe, for me, for me, at the end of the day, your religion does not guarantee you a job. No. And you're it not guaranteed that you're not guaranteed a job in this country. That's right. Yeah. So so what you're saying is so that you can practice your religion, you have to put me at risk. Mm-hmm. Because of what you believe. And it's like, no, that means you don't want this job. Yeah. Because if the job. Because you don't want to go out in public. You don't want to go out in public. You don't want to have, you don't want to interface and that's fine with, with society. If you want to be you, a shut if, 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 if you're, if you're, that's right. If your God yep. says that this is important, that you need to keep your vessel. Yep. Complete free of vaccine. This, free of vaccine. Bless you. Go now. Make, here's go, the problem go, I have. Go, go with God. I need to see verification that you've never had a motherfucking vaccine. Now I because need to see shit. Oh, well, I do because if you're gonna make claim a religious exemption for this, what was so wrong? Did you not get the measles? Did you not go to That's school? Right. Did you not? Because here's my thing. This is the one. Out of Jesus. 
or anyone, any of the wise men, even the shittiest of the wise men, <laughs> didn't know about nothing called no damn pandemic. They no. didn't know nothing about no virus, and they sure didn't know about no COVID nineteen. So I'm trying to figure out how this is the this is the place where your religion steps in. Yeah, there are religions that don't allow for body modification, but somehow people still get vaccinated. Yeah. So I I don't I don't ha- but also that's not you cannot make your personal life and your personal choice is everybody else's responsibility. That's right. And religion is in fact a choice. That's right. It is not something you're born with. It is not something you can't change. Yeah, those it are, those are practices you those choose choices. to practice. And there are countries and there are places you can go where the, I'm I'm sure and if not, go find and found one. Yeah. You know, but in this country, yeah, you can't be doing that. And I and this, and I, when they, when they say federal court, what court? Who appointed them? What's the, you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. want to know, because here's the thing. They appointed, all they've been doing for the past 12 years is appointing judges. Judges. That's right. That's all McConnell and them have been doing. I want to know who these people, th- these judges are. I have a funny feeling they don't belong in that position. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, the holidays are here and finding the perfect gift is tricky, right? Omaha Steaks makes it so easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Everyone I've sent this to goes crazy. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. You not only save over 50%, but you get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free. These are the best burgers, period. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship right away. Avoid the holiday shipping hustle and bustle and order the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget you get those eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. You will not believe the quality and the quantity of food you get. Everybody is just bowled over when they get this Omaha Steaks gift package. The best steaks, the best burgers, the best chicken, you name it. How about those caramel apple tartlets? Everything is incredible. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that keyword is Stephanie in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Do it now. Welcome back. Well... Uh, let me tell you okay, something. Let's I'm talk about, about beef. This. Let's talk about I'm motherfucking beef. Let's talk about, about beefing. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When we have, maybe we haven't said this before, Francis. Have hmm. we, we haven't. Maybe. If you think Ted Cruz or any other punk, you're going to step to any of our peeps on Sesame Street. On the street? On the street? On the street? In S Street? If you think. Hold on, I'm getting mad. If you think <laughs> you're going to step to any one of our peeps on Sesame Street, you have gotten it severely twisted. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tell you something. could You could step to Oscar the Grouch. Oscar can take care of himself. He can take care of him. He, you know, he he's from, a, he he from, from the, the streets. streets. He from the streets. He from the streets. He, he okay. from the gut of the Sesame Street. That's right. Okay. The motherfucker live in a garbage can. He, he stayed there too. That's right. Just, That's just right. like, just like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Cory Booker. In his community. In his community. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you something. If he had stepped to Oscar, Oscar a grown motherfucking man. You okay. Taking him out. All right. All right. But you gonna step to Big Bird? Y'all know Big Bird soft. Okay. He just. And then, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Big Bird a woman. Did you know that? Big Bird's a woman? Big Bird, Bird I is Big female. Bird was non-binary. That's always Big, been my assumption. It's played by a woman. Oh, Since really? really okay. Yeah. What do you mean played by? Yeah. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> nothing. 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 I don't understand what you're nothing, saying. Nothing. Nothing. But you're going to step to Big Bird. Santa, you told me. I was talking to Santa the other day. <laughs> oh, what's Santa say? Santa, Santa is so funny. Santa's getting busy. Yeah. He knows it's getting to the season. So he's like, not going to be able to talk to me as much. 
Yeah. No, there was a man who used to judge who used to call kids in Detroit, yeah. all the lawyers' kids, and pretend to be Santa. And my mom was like, you would wait by the phone for that call, and you were so excited to hear from him every Christmas Eve. But anyway, yeah, Big Bird. You call Step to Big. First of all, this is the thing about Ted Cruz, too. The only traction this fight is getting is us and, yeah, like, babe. a few people making fun of it. Because Ted Cruz has this uncanny ability to not hit the right mark. Like, he's watches, and I know what he does. He sits there and he watches these crazy Republicans, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, all them, find something and hook into it and go viral. That's right. He's like, I can do that. I can do that. Let me find my CRT. Right. Let me find my critical race theory. He's like, aha, Big Bird. And it just, the only thing that happens is we make fun of him. Last week, it was it was parents doing the Hitler salute. Yeah. He tried they should be allowed that, to do the that, that was that was the thing he was that, trying to get traction and it on. Didn't, it didn't work. That didn't work. But you gonna step to Big Bird. Big Bird. Let me tell you Look something. Big, Big Bird has been on TV. Posse. Big Bird has been on TV since 1969. Is officially six years old and became eligible for the vaccine after the FDA authorized the Pfizer vaccine for children five to two eleven. First of all, Big Bird got problems. Okay. Okay. He said, uh, You Big ain't Bird, never seen no Big Bird parents. No. Or no, guardians. No. Big Bird been raising Big Bird's self. Here's a quote from Big Bird. I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Motherfucking bird. Six-year-old bird. Got more motherfucking more sense, sense than the senator. But here's the thing. This Senator Ted Cruz is vaccinated. And I'm willing to bet a dollar to a motherfucking donut that he got a booster, too. Yep. I wish I had money like, uh, what's his name from Hustler when he was paying people to oh, talk Flint. shit? Yeah. Because I'd be like, anybody who's willing to talk on the boosters that these Republicans have gotten, I would love to hear from you. Yep. Because that... I, I just, it's whatever. He tried to make a deal out of that. And I'm like, you can't, don't even try. Do you know how many people have tried to step to Sesame Street? I know. Bet people better than you, punk. That's better right. Better than, than you. Try to take it off the street. And you know what the happens? They get thrown off the street. That's right. Cruz and other Republicans persist accusing the Muppet of brain, quote, brainwashing children and calling him, uh, his comment, evil. Y'all don't know what evil is, but I can help you look in the mirror. Totally. And, you know, that, that bullshit. I just, I just think it's hilarious that he's never able, Ted Cruz, it doesn't matter what the hype is, he's never able to hook into it correctly because he's, he's not, he's just it's stupid. And really nobody likes him. No. Like nobody. Nobody likes him. Well, and also we need, we need to mention um, Paul Gosar, his photoshopped anime video that he posted to his Twitter and Instagram accounts uh, showing him to uh, appearing to kill Democratic Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And attacking the president. Yes. Can you imagine what they would have done, Francis, what these same punks would have done yeah. If anybody had tried to make a video. I know. Now, and this is the thing. And, and one of the commentators I was watching yesterday said it, and I was glad they did say this. They were like, can you believe how they've turned? They're like, actually, this isn't the first they've done this. We watched Sarah Palin yeah. put a fucking target on Gabby Gifford that then got shot along with like eight other people or yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, like... They, they have no problems calling and have never had any problems calling on... I mean, and that's from way back. But... This, he literally has a video that he's promoting of killing another yep. member who's already had her life viciously threatened specifically yep. by a mob this year. Let me tell you something. If you worked 
in an office, any place, any place. And you put up a, a video of a co a coworker being you killing them. You killing them. Do you think? Do you think you would still have a job no, by fact, lunchtime? Let me be clear. You'd be escorted off the premises by security, and they'd put your face up and say that you weren't allowed on the property. Yes. And if you came back, you'd get arrested. Yes. Because that that is not. And the fact that she has to comment on it at all, and that there no no one has anything to say about it. Yeah. And and you know you haven't heard from these motherfuckers in a minute. No. You you know, and it's like. Well, are you going to pull it from our committees? Are you going to do a goddamn thing? Are you going to are you going to say, "Hey, we don't threaten to kill each other"? No. Like, what the fuck? That's where we are. And lastly, we want to talk about this really great article. Why? Uh, and it's from the uh, Washington Post, and it, the title is, "And this is why it's useful to talk about historical examples of institutionalized racism." It's really go check it out. Go read it. It's not a long article. You know, it won't take you more than like five, ten minutes, just less than that, probably. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about, I have to say, first of all, can we just say best secretary appointment thus far is, is Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he bringing it. He's bringing it. He is fucking bringing it. And uh, because you know why? The motherfucker wants to be pre president of the United States. <laughs> I'll and, let and him. He's, and he's good. I'll let him. Shit. He, he, here, here's the deal. I mean, after, you know. Right. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg described how recently passed federal spending bill would allow his agency to address a number of issues and problems marring the country's infrastructure. In response to a question, he acknowledged that potentially that potentially meant doing away with the racism that guided past decisions on how roads and bridges were built. Now, I know you sitting here going, really? And and my problem, this is what kills me. People mocked him for it, particularly right. on the right. They were like, oh, roads and bridges are racist. You're an idiot. And they really did. A lot of, they openly mocked him. But the reality is, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, to be specific, okay, so they, 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 they as Angela said, they were mocking him. And they shared a video of him making that claim. And it became the focus of that mockery. But in short order, his comments also served as an opportunity to elevate the specific story to which he was referring to about the educating of Americans about the complicated history of systemic racism. And he goes on to talk about the secretary referring to a story from Robert Carroll's The Power Broker. And this book uh, is generally recognized as one of the premier examples of journalism in modern American history. And it centers on Robert M Moses, a mid-century New York City official who set out to reshape how the city's residents moved. Literally, how mm -hmm. they moved around. And in that book, Carol describes one particular goal of Moses's, keeping poor black people from busing to Long Island's Jones, Jones Beach. Right. He, and he was successful, largely successful in all of these, yes, in all the things he, he did. He did things like he had re restricted the use of state parks by poor and, low, and lower middle class families in the first place by limiting access to the parks by rapid transit. He vetoed the Long Island Railroad's proposed construction of branch, a branch spur to the Jones Beach for this reason. He began to limit access by buses. He instructed general managers of the, the State Park Commission to build the bridges across his new parkways low, too low for buses. Buses. They literally built bridges eight inches lower to make sure that buses couldn't go through there so that poor and lower income people, middle income people could not go use their parks and that they were paying for in their taxes. Yep. 
Yep. And so it was the, the goal was the to goal. make the trips discouragingly long and arduous. That meant that they had to take all the local roads mm-hmm. and, and they had to go, you know, hours an hour out of their way to get to the, the where where the, the 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 fucking bridge would take them there in minutes. And then if they got there, they made the parks require a permit. That's right. And the buses had to have a permit. If the buses had black people on it, they didn't get a permit. They didn't get a permit. And that's true today. In 2017, a reporter for Bloomberg News decided to test the veracity of the anecdote described uh, here, and he found it was true. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's absolutely true. And the his, so the inf- history of infrastructure in this country has been used as a tool to bolster racist policies since it became, since it, it came into existence, mm-hmm. bridges and all that. While interstates were, right, this is a quote, while interstates were regularly used to destroy black neighborhoods, they were also used to keep black and white neighborhoods apart. Today, major roads and highways serve as stark dividing lines between black and white sections in cities like Buffalo, Hartford, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, and St. Louis. And, and Chicago. Detroit, and Chicago. And you know, I was just telling Angela, the way that my grandparents were able to buy and purchase a, uh, a boarding house on the west side of Chicago in an all-white neighborhood was because the government came in and eminent domained their home for the freeway. And apparently it was in such an important place that they gave them, you know, Well, if you look at how Chicago is organized, Mm -hmm. it's surrounded by freeways. That's right. The Gold Coast is surrounded so that it's just, it's a very weirdly cut off kind of set system and Detroit that roads it's very like it's it's just fascinating to realize that people set out with these goals that's right uh, you know to, to get a wise years ago to you get know? a wise people of color and you know what and you know and, and to talk about going back to this article making trips discouragingly long and arduous I can tell you as a black kid getting out yeah. of my neighborhood having to catch buses and trains to go and to do any of the city services yeah. or do anything that the city you know to ha- take advantage of my city mm-hmm. I had to go an hour yep yep and it's absolutely so it's it's incredibly interesting um i really want to buy that book but i can't because i'm like six books deep behind yeah but um but yeah I, and it and so there's a, there's a lot when people talk about these bills having civil rights implications that's just part of it yeah yep 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 and 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 that down to here's the thing you talk about systemic racism down to the fucking road that you're passing that's what we on. mean and I've been trying, this is a hard, you know, we get into conversations about race and I, and it's hard, I think. And I've really been focusing on this concept of decentering, mm-hmm. of decentering yourself and asking yourself when you're in a conversation about race I mean, you're in a conversation about racism, what can you do to facilitate the conversation continuing? Because often we get lot, we get sidetracked or not. They're all, these things are all the issues, but like, like somebody will go, well, race is a false construct, which it is, but we all know what we mean. Can we just stay on topic? Right. Yeah. It is a false construct. You're absolutely right. But let's, can we talk about this? Can we, whatever, move forward. But I think that what I find difficult is we have a conversation about systemic racism. And then what you hear back from people is, well, I know people who aren't racist and I, and I'm not racist and I don't, 
this and that. And I'm like, but we're not talking, talking about, about you. you. <laughs> I'm talking about this system. You can't deny your, your whiteness any more than I can deny my blackness and what it means in this culture right. and in this history. Well, and it's the same as people, we talk about an issue going on in Florida and then it's the Floridian who writes you and goes, I'm not, I'm like, right, that. I'm not like that. I know Nobody you're not. Nobody was talking about you. Yeah. Um, and that's, so when we say systemic racism, maybe this makes it more clear. They literally built bridges and roads to keep people physically apart. Yeah. They literally created entire systems of permits and licensing that were designed to keep black and poor other poor white people from being able to enjoy the the um you know whatever was going on in their cities right. and communities. Right. As, as in terms of their civic opportunities. And and more importantly, that also means that if the if the bridges can't support a bus getting That's through, right. that means you can't bus your children to their school. Thank you. Either. That is exactly the point. And it isn't an accident. And it was on it purpose. Was, it's on purpose. And they were and many times these people expressly stated their purpose. That's it's right. not even like they were trying to hide it. That's you right. know. So that when you look at it, this idea that, you know, whenever we want to talk about systemic racism, we're talking about tangible things. Mm -hmm. And then we end up into discussion about hearts and minds. I, and I mean this. Of course I'd love everybody to love each other and whatever, but I really don't give a fuck about your heart and mind. Yeah. If you want to spend your time hating people, what do we say, Francis? That's your hate house. Now, uh, yeah, you're hate, you're hate away. That's, that's what your hate house. That's your hate hug. That's what it's for. You can hate all if that's how just you want to spend hate, it. Hate, 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 your hate, day hate. and your time hating, go ahead and hate. That's you right. just can't legislate it, boo. That's right. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Tell me to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at franchise08 at gmail.com. Yes. We haven't we've read a lot of these emails and we haven't actually been able to write back everyone yet, but thank you for writing. We really love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. This first one is from Jennifer G. Thank you. She says, thank you, Virginia. Dear Frangela, while it's been, it's been a while since you talked about it, so I've decided to blame you. <laughs> I forgot how important it is to support local Black-owned bookstores. There She's you very go. right. But it has new... been a minute since we've mentioned that. Yes. She's right. Uh, but the new governor-elect in Virginia has opened my eyes once again. I am ordering many copies of Beloved by Toni Morrison, which I can't believe that we have to defend fucking Toni Morrison. It's so ridiculous. Uh, from the Mahogany Bookstore in D.C. as gifts to give this holiday season. Yeah, don't give that money to Bezos. No, no, no. And to reread as a gift to myself. How beautiful. Okay, yes. I'm going to make, uh, just make lemonade out of these ridiculous, lying, crazed Republican lemons. Also, I'm just kidding about blaming you. That's okay. That's okay, girl. It has been a minute since I mentioned <laughs> I love you more than lemon-filled muffins. And I would Aww. drive 50 miles for one of those. I think the whole make lemonade. Oh, out of lemon things has triggered me. I'm going to go on and make a lemon tart. Keep you know up. I love lemon tarts. You do. You do. Keep up that excellent work you do. Seriously, when lying Weasley grifters get into positions of power, I feel gut punched. Me too, girl. But you remind me that we can do what we can do. I can go support a bookstore yep. and an author there that I go. admire and simultaneously thumb my nose at racist, at the racist meme that has served to once again empower a Trump publican. Love, Jenny in Baltimore. You are so right. And let me tell you, Beloved is 
one of my favorite books. Yeah, it absolutely. is a beautiful, beautiful book. It is. And um and hard. It is a hard book. It's, it's hard. hard. It's it's a hard that it is, you it's know bluest die hard. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. Um, but and in wealth and worth it. Yeah. Uh so if you haven't read it, we would encourage you to. And if you you know, I'm always in favor of the library if you can do that. Yeah. But but also if you want a copy, which I which is wonderful, why not try to find at least if you can't find a local black one or brown mm-hmm. one, just a local bookstore. They're not a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Help these people stay in business. Yeah. This next email is from John. He's our um, in Boston. He's our the commander of the Wasp Squadron, squadron which we I don't know if you, he made a a treaty with the Wasp to help in the fight against the Spider Cabal. So he's very important in our army. He wrote, "Woohoo! You know I got your backs. I'm your backup and your white up." That's because we said he's our favorite. Mm. Uh, that doesn't really flow. Got to workshop it. LOL. Just let me know if you need a fix either by email or shine the wasp signal in the sky and it shall be done. Can't wait for you guys to come to Boston for a show. Be sure you let me know so I can be there. We just wanted to say hi to John and yes. tell you guys that, look, we really do love hearing from you and we love your messages and you too can be a part of the French Latopia army. Yes, you can. And now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. Speaking of an actionable item, in addition to calling your state representatives and senators at 202-224-3121. Yes, we want to invite you to join the fight to protect our freedom to vote. Equal access to the ballot box is the cornerstone of a healthy democracy. Every American should be able to participate in fair and safe elections. Hallelujah. But today, fundamental parts of our democracy are under assault by forces that seek to silence the voices of millions of Americans. After record-breaking voter turnout in 2020, Republican lawmakers in at least 47 states are pushing voting suppression bills that put up barriers to voting that will disproportionately impact black, brown, and young voters. For democracy to work for all Americans, it must include all of us. There you go. So if you don't, you we've mentioned this organization, but it hasn't been a while since we have. WhenWeAllVote.org. It's WhenWeAllVote.org. It's the organization that the uh, first lady, the one that uh, before this, the new good one, mm-hmm. the other last good one. Right, right, right. Uh, Michelle Obama's. Mm-hmm. Is, she's, that's one her, she involved in this organization. Yes. Okay. And they have some really great principles. One, ensure every American can easily register to vote through expanding online and automatic voting registration. That makes sense, Angela. It really does. It's right? not even complicated. Two, expand access voting through early no excuse in person voting and vote by mail. That, that makes sense. sense. Three, make elections transparent and fair. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you're a Republican or Democrat. Well, you would think you'd want that. Yes. Four, Americans should be able to cast their ballots freely and equally. I think they even said that in that first document they wrote, even though, you know, they weren't really going to do it then either. Yes. Also, give all Americans full representation in Congress. That means the millions of Americans mm. in D.C. And, and the, the territories. And people, I heard people this weekend, our friends of mine talking about how that'll never happen. I, You know, I hate the word never. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And restore voting rights for returning citizens. So... Please, please, please check out for the people at uh, check out this organization when we all vote. When we all vote, yeah. And they talk about the For the People Act and the John Lewis Act yes, also. So go yes. check them out. And they have lots of things you can do in, in addition to, you know, pledges. Yes. I'm Francis Cal. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. 
They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>